well. It has been a while. Yes, because some of us have been vacationing and some of us have been obsessively watching Facebook reels of organization. And let's <laughs> guess who is who. <laughs> yeah. Sorry for the delay, everybody. You know, it's summer. It's hard to get organized and get all the stuff done that needs to be done, including podcast stuff. So it's not hard to get organized. If you watch those Facebook reels, they make it really easy. I'm just saying they are mesmerizing. I love like I, I want to be that organized, but then I'm also like, why do I want to take stuff out of containers that already comes in and then put it in different containers? Because the other containers look prettier. That's what there is. That's all. I mean. I, I, I did some, and it actually made it, like, more appetizing. Like, I was quicker to reach Ooh. for stuff than if it had been just, like, in the box. Okay. Oh, so you got, like, refrigerator stuff, like, for fruit, maybe? I got some for cheese. I, like, I have mm-hmm. this, like, split one that's got, like, on one side is string cheese, and on the other side is, like, cheese slices. At least that's what I did. And then I have a couple for, like, my pantry that I just had some random ones, so I just started throwing shit in there. And, like, the little snack bags of, like, Gardettos and, like, I don't know, these trail mix thingies that I always mean to take for work and never do. I was like, hey, those are right there. Those are cute. Gonna put them in my lunch bag. So, yeah. Okay. I mean... My pantry needs a reorganization, so maybe I should start watching those videos. Maybe. It's addicting. Anywho... What else have you watched besides those videos? Well, I was gonna let you go first, because I think we've watched a lot of the same stuff, and I've watched way more than you have, so you go ahead. Yes. Well, let's see. I have finished Stranger Things. We both have finished Stranger Mm, Things. So good. Oh, it was very, very good. Um, I am almost done with the bear on Are you? <gasps> mm-hmm. I didn't realize that you'd gotten into it. Do you love it? Because I love it. I love I it. Really, I really, really like it. I am halfway through episode seven, and there's only eight episodes. So, And this one's only 20 minutes. So, and yeah. for some reason, the Hulu is playing without commercials. So I'm banging through these things. I've watched three today. <laughs> I tell you what, that show is on my top 10 for the year. I enjoyed it immensely. I love it. And just wait till that last episode. Oh, it's so no, good. No, no, so I'm getting stressed out just reading the episode descriptions. I'm like, no, it's... I don't want there to be bad things. I don't want to talk about it. Okay. Anyway, so that show is, real, is great. It's great. And so I'm caught up on, well, I say this, I say I'm caught up on The Boys, but the season finale oh, yeah. is out today and I have not watched that. So I'm not a hundred percent caught up on the boys but i'm up to the current episode which is the season finale that uh, was released today and i really think that's it i don't know if we recorded after we finished fargo season four but we did finish fargo season four and my husband was not enamored with it and so I don't know if I can make this relationship work. I'm telling you, man, it takes a certain kind of person to love that season. 20 years, and I'm really questioning things because he didn't love that season. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. Tweed, what the fuck? For real. You need to get him on the one that I just started. I think I started yesterday. 
Well, I want to, okay, talk about it, and I'm going to just tell you why, because I looked at it last night, we were going to start it, but all the episodes are at least an hour, and I was like, with commercials on Hulu, it's going to be like an hour 15, and it was already really late. So, yeah, tell them what what it is. Um, This is an FX show, but it's on Hulu. It's called The Old Man. It's got Jeff Bridges in it, and uh, John Lithgow, who I love, who's like, Mm -hmm. he can do no wrong, but Jeff Bridges is an old man who, it turns out, was a CIA operative, and like, they're coming for him, and it's, but he has been underground living his life for the last 30 years, and now they decided like, hey, let's go find that guy we forgot about, and it's insane, and they got some really awesome, like, stunt double guy for Jeff Bridges because it kind of looks like him, but then you're like, mm, no, that's a wig. So, <laughs> and there's no way that they're sh- kicking Jeff Bridges' ass all right. the time. But it's really, it's super intriguing and, like, twist and turny, and it's got um, Amy Brenneman in it, and it's got, I don't know how you say her name, Aaliyah, Aaliyah, Shawcat, maybe from Arrested Development, is in it. And she has a really cool thing that she's got going on. I enjoyed it immensely. I think there's only, it's like a weekly thing on, on FX, but it's been out for a little bit. So there's like four or five episodes available. I think the newest one dropped today. I think I'm like three in, I think. I don't remember. Uh, what else? Um, we finished Umbrella Academy and seeing that you're the biggest Umbrella Academy fan, I am shocked that you didn't finish it before me, but here we are. Well, <laughs> I'm afraid to start it for one thing because you said that it's not very good and I have it on such a high pedestal that I don't want it to be knocked down. And also, like my husband and I watch it and then my my kids and I watch it and it's very hard to get the four of us. So we, I'm just yeah. going to have to watch it with one group and, and then and, you know later with somebody else. That was our issue too. Thank God for 4th of July weekend where my kids had two days off of work. So nice. that was that's how we binge that. I don't want to say it was bad, because uh, it was. It had some really cool, like, what moments. But you know how it's known for its soundtrack? Like, that's, like, the, yeah. the whole first season was this awesome soundtrack. The I can't, best. I can't pick out one song. I don't, like, maybe I just wasn't paying attention, which is highly likely. Um, <laughs> but I don't, I can't think of one, like, musical thing. It's, like, got some moments that I know I messaged you, like, what the fuck? Because... <laughs> So, yeah, go watch it. Um, what else? Okay, I'm gonna... Oh, you've watched... You've Only Murders in the Building. You've watched I that know, more than I know. I thought have. about that when we were talking about the old man. I was like, oh, I forgot about Only Murders in the Building on Hulu. Yeah, we're caught up on that. I am, too. Not thrilled with it. I don't like the stunt casting. We have Amy Schumer this season, for some reason. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even know. I mean, she's kind of doing the thing that they did with Sting last season. I get it, but I also don't because I think it's dumb. I have to say that the last episode, the last day of Bunny Folger, I thought was excellent. I thought it was That's all right. one of the seasons so far. I've liked, I liked it a lot. I thought it was all right. I like knowing her, like that she's not a yeah, total like miserable person. Her. Yeah, I liked, I liked yeah. that quite a bit. Um, let's see what else did I have I watched? Uh, um, I watched the movie Spiderhead on Netflix. That's the one with Chris Hemsworth and oh, um, Miles, Miles Teller. Teller. Who, I love me some Miles Teller. He's oh my great. gosh, me too. He's so cute. Have you ever watched The Spectacular Now with him and Shailene Woodley? No. Oh, it's so good. It's like these kids in high school, and he's super popular, but he's a drunk. And she's, like, the poor girl, and they, like, get together, and it is really good. Anyways, there's that. And then I tried out Peacock, and let me tell you, kids, 
it's not worth it. I mean, it's $5 Mm -hmm. a month, but whatever. All my kids have watched on it is old office reruns, which we could do that (laughs) anywhere. That does have a couple of really new movies. My oldest and I watched Firestarter last night. It was stupid. (laughs) And my middle one and I watched Ambulance like two weeks ago, and that was stupid. Uh, What I do like on there is it's all Dateline all the time. Love me some Keith Morrison. Yeah. And probably the best thing on there is Girls 5 Eva, which is a Peacock original. It's Sarah Bareilles, Renee something from Dot. Nope. Hamilton. Uh, Goldberg, Goldberry. Oh, yeah. You know who? Renee, Renee Elise. Yep. Yeah. Goldberg. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's the three names. Yep. And it. then, um, oh, yeah. Uh, I'm blanking on everybody else that's in it, but they're amazing. Paula Powell. And the other one, oh my gosh, I love her. And I can't think of her name. But it's great. It's, it's really, really funny. Like, it's a goof on, like, 90s girl groups. Like, the um, In Vogue kind of deals. And, like, oh no, it's like one of, like, like, Spice Girls. Like, everybody had, like, a, she's the sporty one. And she's the this. Like and stick. Yeah. So, and it's really funny. And then the, they have great songs that are horribly inappropriate. It's like, remember that song we used to sing about how we were all hoes? And, like, it's just, it's funny. So... It's a good time. It's quick. It's 30-minute episodes. There's two seasons, and I binged it in, like, a day and a half. So you're welcome. Anyways, that's it. I've watched so much stuff. Okay. Well, the time is here to talk about the last piece of her. Episode 8, untitled, as the rest of them are. I suppose we should be done with this 10-minute intro and get into it. This one should be titled, She's a Piece of Work. Because that's what I, yes. like, I think I said that numerous times in my notes. Is it my turn to start? I thought it was mine, but I don't remember. Okay. All right. Go for it then. I could I be totally wrong. No, so you Surprise, kids. It. Whatever. <laughs> we start with a voiceover. It's a phone call between Laura and Nick. He says he got her message from the TV interview that she did. And he says how he saw how she stole her his move in the diner slashing that dude's neck and i was like i didn't know that was trademarked but okay (laughs) and then as this is talking we get flashes of laura driving and then back to when laura got that call on her hidden cell phone remember when that happened because i forgot (laughs) that me too i was like when is this oh wait yeah what this is like right the night after the guy came to her house and there was somebody called that hidden cell phone and i was like how did he get that number like did she just keep an old phone with that number just so he could call it's weird (laughs) And Laura says she's been thinking about how to make things right between them. How about he just leaves her alone and she never testifies? And I was like, haven't that been what we've been doing for the last 30 right. years? Like, why Why do we need to do this? So now we get a flashback to when Laura made that super complicated drink where she was, like, <laughs> muddling the herbs and shit. And I was like, okay, what is happening here? And then her taking off her hand band-aid and her looking at her hand for a really long time. And I was like, I didn't understand it then, didn't understand it then, kind of get it later. It's dumb. And then she's asked, she's like asked him, what, you don't want to own the next vice president? And she's talking about Jasper, obviously. And he's like, suddenly, and Nick is very interested and asks, where should we meet? Because this sounds great. And Laura says, the last place I saw you. Cut to Laura driving to the cabin slash farm, whatever this is. She gets a message um, on her phone that says it's come from an unknown caller. So she pulls over like a responsible driver to check her That's messages. That's what I said. I said she pulled over like a law-abiding citizen. Yes. And she like clicks on this message and it's a video and it says you better take better care of your daughter and it's a video of Andy sleeping. And I was like, <laughs> what? It, mm, Ooh. I, I, I'm, 
there's a lot to unpack here and I'm not comfortable with any of it. And so Laura just hits the gas and like spraying gravel because she's like, oh my God, <laughs> he's got my kid. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. It says you should take better care of our daughters. So our daughter. I missed that. Good for you. Cause I missed that. Yeah. So back at the farmhouse, breakfast is served. Disappointingly, it's just coffee. I know. She loves yeah. eggs, dude. Make her I some know. eggs. God. Know your daughter better. How about that? Yeah. Anyway, Andy wants to know how she got there. He says there was an accident. I was like, a carefully orchestrated one. Very. Don't undersell yourself, Nick. <laughs> Jeez. He says he heard the crash and he heard her calling for help. So like the hero he is, he went over to help out. She asked about Charlie. He says EMS took some guy to the hospital. So, I mean, I guess if that's Charlie, he's at the hospital. I was like, why wouldn't and... they take Andy? <laughs> like, they're like, you got her. She's good. All right, bye. <laughs> She's fine. That's just a scratch. That's just a scratch. She says, there was a woman who took care of me. And I was like, this is the most random conversation right? ever. This right. is just going nowhere and everywhere. He says, yes, her name was Clara, and she's long gone. Then she's, like, shivering because there's no power in this place, and there's it's freezing. He gets up and finds her a sweater, and she's staring at him, and he's like, you're looking for a family resemblance? And I was like, I think she's just looking at you like, what the fuck is this crazy man going to do to me? Right. But sure. She asks if he loved her, meaning, did you love Laura. He says yes. Andy takes out the Polaroid that she's so obsessed with she carries around with her everywhere in her back pocket. And she just like puts it on the table in front of him and she's like yeah, yeah uh, you love her. Answer for that. He says he's sorry that happened. My Netflix says Andy scoffs. She says do you always beat up your pregnant girlfriends? And then he says look I didn't even know you existed until that day in the woods. So I was like well, then why? But beating up why beating up his non-pregnant girlfriend is cool because it he didn't yeah. know. Oh yeah, he didn't know exactly. about her. So whatever. <laughs> but how did he know, how did he know to go to this house? Right. I don't know. She asks about that day in the woods. Why didn't you take me with you? He says he wanted to, but that was no way for a child to live hiding. She says, but that's how I'd lived. I just didn't know it. And suddenly it's a gossip fest and nick's like so what did jane say about me is she like me and he says she said that you hurt people he says that's not what i wanted i was fighting the man man i didn't mean for anybody to get hurt p.s your family's trash who even cares she asks what he wants from laura and he says they have a lot of unfinished business do they though do they it feels finished to me. It feels finished. I love when he <laughs> says if there's a family resemblance, and then he says it's in the eyes, and I was like, "You do not have giant doe eyes, so shut no! up." And he no! says, "And he says, and the way you hold yourself," and I was like, "Like the hands on the back of her head? Did she get that from you? Because that's dumb." But she's been laying on a couch and sitting at a kitchen table. So how the fuck do you know how she holds that's herself? That's the way she holds it. When, the way that's, you, the way you slap looks just like me. <laughs> I sleep like that on a couch Ugh. all the time. Because I don't have a house. It's so dumb. That's how I slept in my hotel room. <laughs> under a bridge. <sighs> so, um, conveniently... Laura pulls up to the house and we see the little tree house and there are no cars out front. So how did he get her broken ass back to his oh, cabin? He smashed it into their car, his vehicle. Right. His truck, right. So where did, how close were they to this cabin? Like they were a street away? If he heard her right. screaming for help? He's just wandering he through just the woods? her? 
It's a so mile back weird. Up. So anyways. They Ubered. They did. They did. There's a lot of Ubers out there in the woods. Oh, yeah. They took a deer. They recognized <laughs> Andy as one of their own, and they let her ride. <laughs> <laughs> so Laura grabs her suitcase out of the car, and as she does, Nick comes out of this little cabin, and I was like, farmhouse, whatever the fuck we're calling it. I don't know. We don't care. They stare at each other for a long time, and Nick gets super close to her, and he puts his hands on her face and, like, kisses her forehead. And then he hugs her. And I was like, I'm uncomfortable. Uh-huh. And then all of a sudden he pats her down for a weapon and takes her phone. And I was like, oh, that, uh, okay. I get it. I got it. And Laura says, what did you do to her? And Nick says, are you going to behave? And I was like, mm. So he takes the suitcase. This is all in caps. I think I accidentally hit <laughs> caps when I was doing this. But he takes the suitcase. <laughs> And holds her hand and walks her inside while Andy watches because Andy has no life. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Laura gets inside. She's like, oh, my God, Andy. I haven't seen you in like 24 hours. And she said, I tried to keep you out of this. And Andy says, is that why you ditched me? Charlie brought me here looking for you. But there was an accident. This is when Laura's like, wait, what? And Nick says, uh, yeah, he totally went to a hospital. Also, don't, like, look in the barn or anything. Okay, cool. (laughs) So Nick tells them all to sit down at the table like it's family dinner. And then he sits on the table because he's a heathen. Yes. Well, he has to keep that, you know, I'm I'm higher than you. I'm the the boss here. He is so unbelievable as a villain because I don't understand what he's Uh a villain about. I don't either. It's 30 years. Let the army of the changing world fucking go. And it wasn't even like, he wasn't. They didn't do anything. Then. Yeah. He wasn't like a, he wasn't like a, and I don't want to say Manson because that's not the right word, but that's not the right no, person. But because there were four people in his army. Yeah. It wasn't like Manson he was. Manson had like a dozen. Yeah. The, the, the one that took the, never mind. There's so many people that I can't think of names right now. So I'm just going to keep going. Anyways, Nick turns to, this goes back and forth on my notes of Laura Jane. I think we all can figure out who she is, right? If I just right. go back and forth. So he says, blonde suits you, Jane. And then he says, when I first met your mother, I thought she belonged in a convent. Then I looked again. And I was like, what? and then you saw her devil, what? you saw her devil horns. Yeah, what the fuck does that mean? She flipped you off. I'm not sure what happened. And then this is what Andy says, is this what this is? Are you taking that money and running away together? And I was like, good question. Probably the only good question you've had so far because this is what it feels like. Mm -hmm. And Nick says to Jane, sometimes I wake up and think I'm in Andrew's apartment and I can feel you breathing beside me. I was like, they dated for like a few months, 30 years ago. No. Let this shit go. I can't remember 10 years ago. And he's like, are you going to pretend your daughter doesn't remind you of me? Laura's like, of course she does. You've been there every day looking back at me. Nick finally sits in a chair and asks when she knew she was pregnant. And she says, just before Oslo. And then he asks, why didn't you tell me? And she says, you sent me back to my house to spy on my father. And then we barely saw each other. And I was like, okay. She says, my father and I were sitting at breakfast when I got sick. And Mrs. Barfield bought me a pregnancy test. And he says, well, what did your dad say? It was the last thing he wanted. And I was like, yeah, because her dad was a creep and he was hoping it was his, I think. So Uh uh Nick says, you know, our daughter disapproves of me because she thinks I ran a cult, but she doesn't realize she's already in one. Family is the biggest cult ever. I'm on the FBI's most wanted list, but the Quellers, they were not innocent either. Boom. Mic drop. (laughs) It's so dumb. Nick also just grabs the suitcase and throws it on the table and starts pulling out the lining and digs and like throwing the money on the ground and says, where is it? 
And then he starts digging through more money and he looks again and Laura's just staring at Andy like, this is fine. This is totally fine. We're fine. It's great. <laughs> this is your dad. <laughs> Buried in the lining is the tape. And Andy says, what's that? I've never seen that kind of contraption before. What is it? <laughs> and Laura just, sh- Laura just shakes her head like, we're not, we're not talking about that right now. So Mick pulls out a handy tape recorder that he just had sitting around. And yeah, who fucking uh, has those? Yeah, <laughs> it's ancient. like, where do you, uh, there's no. It's not even a real cassette tape. It's one of the tiny little, like, answer machine tapes. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, he went to Radio Shack, and Radio Shack is all <laughs> full on Twitter acting crazy. So we know. <laughs> I know they are. They're. <laughs> so he plays the tape, and Andy's mouth is open like a trout. Like, what is happening? <laughs> we hear Nick say, get Alex Babelcroft invited to Oslo, and I'll do the rest. Yeah, so this is the conversation between Nick and Jasper about the plan for Oslo. Um, They're talking about how Martin is going to resign in disgrace and then Jasper can take over. Andy is appalled that Jasper was involved in this the whole time. I I love how Andy suddenly knows everything about everything and she feels indignant about (laughs) stuff she has no business being involved in at all anyway. I said, I hate this show. Laura says she didn't know about this plan until later, but she kept the tape as insurance. Now I guess Nick plans to use it as collateral for a pardon. He says, Jasper's had a good run. Laura says, okay, you have what you wanted, so like, can I go? He says, not yet. I wanted to see you. She's like, okay, then why did you send a man to kill me? And he's like, nah, he was supposed to bring you to me gross yeah bring you to me where do you find people that will do this for you right right can you bring me a woman he says there are things i'd like to know and i think our daughter would too like what happened in oslo i didn't give grace that gun she says yeah like you didn't know what happened to charlie and then andy has this memory of she has convenient place memories she really does whatever of nick of nick getting out of that smash truck and then walking over to the car then for some reason, I was like, okay. I, this is the just... most awkward plan. I like, yes! her arm movements are like, what? Oh my God, so awkward. I was like, this is the most half-acidly, she sweeps this lantern off the table. There's some other show that we watched where somebody did this the same way. Just like, I am upset and just like swept their arm across the table and I can't think of it and it's not important. Anyway, the floor (laughs) goes up in flames. We're not a log cabin after all. So she struggles with Nick because he's got a gun now and he shoots her and then he's pointing the gun at Laura telling her, don't move while he's on the floor trying to find the tape. And then Laura has a knife all of a sudden and she tries to slit his throat from behind and he drops the gun and runs out of the house. Andy's on the floor choking on the smoke while Laura is on the floor trying to find something, the gun, who knows. And But she does get the gun and they get out of the house. Andy's been shot in the arm, so Laura's like, you're good, you're fine. You should have seen my brother's you know, gunshot wound. That's a serious wound. And so she's running after Nick. She tells Andy, wait here. Now we all know Andy ain't gonna wait there. But anyway, she tells Andy to wait there and she goes running after Nick. She sees him stumbling off in the distance, so she's shooting at him. She has the worst aim ever. She finally does hit him, and he's like fucking RoboCop or Terminator. He just turns around like, I'm fine. He says, I know you've been waiting to do this, so do it. Come on. And Andy's there, because, of course, you know, like I said, she doesn't listen to a fucking thing anybody tells her to do. I love how she says, Mom. (laughs) Mom. 
She touches Laura's arm and she's like, Jane, you don't have to do this. And all of a sudden there's bright lights everywhere. And guys are yelling, don't move. Yes, it's so well-timed. These people know how to make an entrance. And then the scene's over. Well, I love how, okay, one... The whole thing was she didn't have a knife. She pulled a razor blade from her hand brace. So that's why she was the whole convenient oh, the drink scene the, when she was looking at her yes. hand. She hid that under her brace. So she's out. Good catch. I don't know how long she's had that in there, but that's what she was doing. <laughs> and then the the gun rolled away under a piece of like furniture or something the same way Andy's mm-hmm. phone rolled away and slid away in the garage. And I was like, callbacks, people, are interesting. Um, but how, why is she just stumbling in the dark, just firing? I couldn't see him. I didn't see him until she got really close to him. I was like, what is she firing at? Okay. I was like, what if you hit a deer or some kind of animal? Or your you stupid-ass kid who never stays where she's yeah, supposed to never, be. Right. Uh, and, uh, these marshals, like, where? How? What? How? They're in the middle of the woods. How do they get these cars into the And forest? nobody noticed them coming. They're like, shh, be very quiet. <laughs> they, didn't, <laughs> they didn't turn the lights on until the last minute. They're in, like, electric they, cars that make no noise. It was very TCO with the lights that they always want, the big lights. And, and every, yes. like, every dumping ground. <laughs> the floodlights. <laughs> yeah, that was what, yeah. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> So we are anyway. we are apparently at the Department of Justice because I know because they showed it on a door, <laughs> and I was <laughs> and stepdad and I've got Gordon question mark It's been a bit can't remember who he is. <laughs> so she's sitting next to Andy and she says oh, out of nowhere she's like can't believe Charlie's gone. I was like how do we know that? Like they're like oh they're like okay get in the car. By the way he's dead. Okay see you bye. <laughs> And in my notes, I have stepdad, because at this point, I couldn't remember what his name was, um, says, I used to resent Charlie spending so much time with my wife. And he's like, well, now you know everything. How's that feel? Because I'm still out of the loop. I was like, what more do you fucking need to know? Like, do you need to know your mother's, like, underwear size? What more do you need? Right. And I don't know. Gordon says, I read everything Oslo, everything, but it doesn't explain anything. Then out of nowhere, he's like, do you want to change your name? Because I think Andy's kind of sounds stupid. <laughs> and she's like, what? He's like, I'm revising your mother's will, and she's going by Queller now. And he says, you can get that rich people inheritance. And she's like, I don't want anything from them. He's like, it's your legacy. Your mom wants you to have it. And I was like, does she, though? I don't think she no, does. I don't think she does. Laura now is walking with a prosecutor. And I was like, okay, first one. Wasn't Andy hurt, like, and now she's not? I don't know what's happening. But now um, Laura's walking with this prosecutor talking about her testimony and how Nick will be taken to Supermax because he's so dangerous. Meanwhile, he's staring at her longingly from a glass interrogation room, which was conveniently (laughs) placed in the middle of the hall that they were walking down. Uh Laura looks at him and goes, let him rot. And I was like, so confused by the animosity here. Like, I know. Okay, so Jasper is also conveniently here. Everybody like, here yeah, has Jasper's the here. best timing. <laughs> and Laura says, well, why are you here? And he says, well, I didn't hear from you. And she goes, well, Andy was in the hospital. And I was like, was she though? Because I, I don't think she had a big boo-boo, but whatever. <laughs> and then Laura says, oh, you want the tape. Well, it burned in the fire. Well, he doesn't believe her because she tends to lie a lot. And um, mm-hmm. he says the feds are ready to work with them on Nick because he killed a U.S. Marshal, not to mention our dad. And Laura says, well, we need to find out what Nick is telling his lawyer because he's already got a lawyer and I want to know what he's telling her. And 
Jasper is just aghast. He's like, what? You're asking me to interfere with the U.S. justice system when I'm trying to be vice president? You really are a piece of work. And I was like, new title for the show. I called it. <laughs> and he just storms off. And I was like, why did Jasper become so high and mighty? Because I don't know. These people Bye. are literally the worst people in town. So we're back in Belle Isle now. When tomorrow or the next day a week from now we don't know andy's riding her bike and she's sporting a huge bandage on her arm where she was shot and she's leaving flowers at the cafe where that lady and her daughter were shot which seems like an eternity ago right which i think was only like three days ago anyway i was like this place seems idyllic why is andy so butthurt about growing up here she like hates this place it's gorgeous well okay here's the thing we get this huge crane shot of her riding her bike across a bridge and i was like is this where your money went for the acting lessons for these horrible people (laughs) because you had to get that freaking crane shot of her riding a bike yep okay weirdly vargas shows up along her bike route and there you just start talking and like she is she has totally no not surprised <laughs> right as to why he's there on this random and trail <laughs> he tells her the doctors found a needle mark it was some kind of respiratory paralytic that he was injected with and if you hadn't started cpr he wouldn't have made it and i'm like that cpr she was performing would not have saved anyone no. i think those ems guys down the street getting a hot dog i think those are the ones <laughs> we should be thinking He's telling her that he's there because he's driving up to D.C. and decided to stop along the way. I said, this place doesn't seem like an along the way place. From Texas to D.C., let's go on (laughs) down to Georgia. Sure. He's He's going there to talk to internal affairs. She's like, oh, no, I got in trouble. And he's like, I did what I did. And he asks about her arm and she says, that's fine. He's like, how are you doing with all of this? I put in quotation marks. She says, well, it's hard to sleep, but otherwise, it's totally fine. I'm fine. He says he'll be stopping through again in a few days, and maybe they could get dinner. And she says something about, like, oh, you're stopping through Belle Isle, which seems like it's, like, five hours out of your way. And he's like, yeah, I mean, but do you want to go to dinner? Do you want to? And she says, that sounds great, but not right now. I've got a lot of things I need to work through, you know. And she says, when I'm a a little more in dot, dot, dot. And I was like, stable, smart, not annoying. Like, I've got sketching to do, okay? (laughs) I got to go sketch my bunghole. I'll be right back. (laughs) (laughs) This scene made me laugh really hard because it's so (laughs) stupid. This is like the, okay, there's a lot of dumb, but this like takes the cake. Yeah. So Laura is in her closet and she's just tossing clothes on her bed. And I was like, where does she keep all her scarves at though? Like, where's her scarf closet? Because I think that's big. And I was like, oh, she's big mad. And she's throwing all of her Talbot's clothes in trash bags. No more pastels for this lady. And she carries it all to the curb instead of donating it. And I was like, what the That's fuck, what Laura? Typical boomer. Fuck the environment, I guess. Just let this shit sit in a landfill. God. And I was like, Andy watches this all from her creeper alley. And then she goes inside and sees her mom packing more stuff. And she says, um, nothing sparks joy. And I was like, Andy's worried she's going to be shoved in the bag next. <laughs> <laughs> And Laura says, it's all junk, and I got Queller money now, so fuck this shit. And he says, oh, by the way, we haven't talked. And Laura says, well, you need a time, but I guess you can ask me a question. I was like, oh, she knows how to set her boundaries. And Andy says, why did you want to see Nick? 
And Lauren says, well, I wanted him to leave us alone. And he says, well, he could have killed you. You didn't even care that you could die. And this is when Laura gets all a little melodramatic. He's been killing me every day and I need to get him out of my head. I was so mad. And I would get so mad that I'd want to burn the house down. And Andy's like, I thought that was my fault. And Laura says, well, it kind of was because you're annoying. I mean, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> and she's like, so I would just think, what would Laura do? Like she was a real person, Andy. She was real to me. Laura right now gives her the most disappointed look. And I laughed out loud. Like, mm, she's very <laughs> pathetic. <laughs> So Andy says, well, I'm trying to let her go and not lose everything else in the process. And this is when Laura says, our lives here with Gordon, you're not going to lose that. I wanted you to have your own life, like get out of my house, buy your own toilet paper. Is it better knowing now that all of this stuff? And Andy's like, well, yeah, because now I know how I got here and who you loved. I'm like, why did you need to know that? My kids don't need to know that. Like. No, Why? I don't want to know that about my mother. Why did you need to watch my sex tape, Andy? Calm down. So Laura's like, what is it you want from Nick? Like, what's your thing? And Andy's like, well, I want to know who my father was. Laura says, well, I wish you never met him. And this is when Andy suddenly gets a clue. She's like, you're mad at me for stopping you in the woods from killing him. And Laura's like, well, he destroys people. And this is when Andy tells her, I didn't do it for him. I did it for you. I want you to have your own life. What would that look like? Like, lots of scarves? <laughs> and Andy storms off and Laura cries because they're both pathetic. Oh, my God. So I guess what would that look like? That would mean playing the piano because now Laura is in a music shop and she's asking about this certain kind of piano. And this guy that works there showing her where they all are and tells her, you know, take your time. I'll be in the office watching Dreamgirls. And she sits <laughs> down at one of the pianos and she starts to play. Her left hand doesn't play as well because, you know, stab wounds. So she's playing with her right hand and she starts to cry and she's getting into it and she starts to play with both hands and so beautiful. It just came back after 30 years just like that. Yes. It's okay. like riding a bike. Okay. I don't know if you knew that. I did About playing the piano. I can barely ride a bike, so I don't believe you. <laughs> Cut to Andy sketching a... Okay. She's sketching the picture of Laura and Andrew and Jasper from a million years ago. That picture from Jasper's book. And Laura walks in. She's like, oh... Hey, they have the most random conversations, I, I swear. She's like, I meant to tell you your real birthday. It's July 9th. You were two weeks late. A real pain in the ass from the start. I said you've she always says, been a disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> you never have done what anyone told you to do. You were born in the hospital of a women's correctional facility in Eugene, Oregon. I held you for a little while, and then they took you away. Andy asks if she thought of leaving her with Clara for good. She's like, yeah. I mean, I mean, only yes. every day <laughs> <laughs> because I didn't deserve you. Andy says, it's over. You don't need to protect me anymore. And then Laura just leaves. I was like, good talk. I was like, how are there 30 minutes left? How are there 30 minutes I left? I know. Oh my God. <sighs> it keeps going. So we're now we're in the Wayback Machine, and we're in Oslo with Jane and the fake Alex Maplecroft, who I could not remember her name for the longest time, but then it came to me. So she's the fake Alex Maplecroft for, like, at least half a paragraph. <laughs> anyway, Jane sits down at the bar beside her, because she's already there, and asks, why do they call it morning sickness when it's all day? And the lady tells her, eat saltines. And Jane's like, I think it's a girl. Grace says... 
you should be with your father. And Jane says, he's made it perfectly clear what he thinks of my condition. He tried to hurt her, and he'll do it again. And we see the flashback of him making her the drink right before the Christmas thing. And he was drugging her, I think, to try to get rid of this baby, Mm -hmm. fetus, embryo, whatever stage she was in. You know, live your life. Lady... Uh, lady. <laughs> lady. Okay, I'm gonna. Lady. Grace tells uh, Jane that she has to go. Her panel is starting soon. And we see the footage that we've seen a thousand times of everybody on the stage. And Grace shoots Martin. And this wakes Andy up from a nightmare because Andy, I guess, has memories she of dreams this from in watching these flashbacks. the videotape. Yeah, she dreams yeah, in these this flashbacks. Is so weird. Kind of skipped over that Jane says. People treat my father like a king. The ambassador met us oh, on the tarmac. I forgot about that. How he can. He, he went straight through cost, just, customs with no questions right, asked. So no no one ever stops him, she no says. No one checked the bag. Yeah. No one checks their bags. Yeah. 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 Okay. So Annie wakes up from her dream and grabs her phone. It's. I don't, what does this mean? What, loud testing at five. Oh. <laughs> sort of been loud texting at 5.52 a.m. It was like. We had to. So we knew that she was texting. And at the exact same moment, we see Mike, the guy, what's, what is his role? Vargas. Yeah, but he's like, he's wit, wit US, yeah, Marshall. Marshall. So he rolls over in his hotel and he calls her. And Andy says, you read the Witsack report about my mom, right? And he goes, yeah, what do you want to know? And I was like, no questions. Like, it's 5.52 in the morning. Like, bitch, what? No, hi. Yeah. Do you need eggs? What's your problem? She's like, what do you know about Grace Juno? Did she leave a suicide note or anything? He says, no. She blamed Qualcorp and Nick put a gun in her hand. That's all we've ever known about her. That's how it is. And she says, how did they know Grace didn't bring the gun in herself? And he says, well, because security checked her bag when she came in, which we saw earlier that they, when mm-hmm. she came in, she her bag was checked. And Andy asks, does anyone else see Nick give Grace the gun besides my mom? And we get a flashback again to the bar where Grace starts to leave. And Jane says she's going to pay for the drinks and puts her purse down next to Grace's and starts digging in her purse. And they're the exact same purse. And Grace is like, this is weird. weird. Michael tells Andy, no, your mom was the only witness. The whole case was built on that testimony. Andy pulls up, like, she's on the phone with him and she's being super rude because she pulls up the video of Grace digging in her purse on stage when she knows she's about to shoot Queller. And she's realizing that Grace has the same purse as Jane from that old family photo that she's been sketching. And I was like, girl was rich. She had more than one purse. Probably a dozen. Like, how is this a thing? And meanwhile, Mike is in the background going, Andy? Hello? Andy? (laughs) Back at the bar, Jane tells Grace... I'm afraid of him. He'll take her from me. He takes everything. So Grace looks down at these two purses and she sees the gun in Jane's bag. And then she looks back at, what are these people? They're all stupid. And says, (laughs) yes, he takes everything. And she reaches over and grabs Jane's bag and tells her, take care of your daughter. And Andy starts screaming, they switched bags. Nick knows. That's why she's afraid of him. Sorry, Wookie Mike. Bye. Click. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, okay. But, okay, spoiler alert. Back at Jasper's house, a security guy is still monitoring Andy's phone because, duh, <laughs> and flipping a nickel with the ACW on it. Like, where did he get that from? Is he part of them? 
I don't know. Okay. Anywho. Anyway, we see the flashback of everyone on stage. Jane and Grace are staring at each other like, you know what you have to do. And Grace is clearly having a crisis of conscience up there before she finally decides to grab the gun and shoots Martin then herself. So Laura is sleeping in her bed when her cell phone rings. It's an unknown number, but she still answers it like a psycho. Mm-hmm. It's Jasper. He tells her there will be an announcement soon. I'm officially the vice presidential nominee. Congratulations. He tells her he found out what Nick was telling the lawyer. It's very interesting. He talked a lot about you and a lot about Oslo. He says he never understood her, but he can keep it quiet for the family. She's like, what do you want? He says, I'll be in touch. Click. She rolls over and then, like, gets into the fetal position, like, you're fooked, Jane. She flashes back to being in labor with Andy, and she's screaming, and she's flashing a bunch of stuff, and I was like, it doesn't matter. Later, Andy walks into her mom's bedroom, and she's not there. The bed is made. Her keys are where they should be by the front door, and she's like, oh, that bitch has left me again. <laughs> so she runs outside towards the water, because they're, like, right on this I don't know, like canal or something. I'm not exactly sure. I was like, God, this the ocean. is beautiful. Well, yeah, it, I don't know why. Well, no, because she has to, this is, they just live on this little inlet because she has to run along this inlet until she gets oh, yeah. to the dunes and then go over the dunes to the yeah. ocean. That's why I'm like, not exactly sure the topography here. I was like, Andy is such an ungrateful bitch. This place is gorgeous. She runs down this path that's right by the water until she comes to the beach. And I tried to make a joke about one set of footprints in the sand, <laughs> but I, I couldn't make it work. Anyway, Laura's standing there at the shore. Laura asks Andy if she's okay. She's like, yeah, I'm just a little out of breath, but I'm fine. And she says, I thought you bailed on me again. And Laura's like, well, I mean, I was gonna, but actually I couldn't sleep. And she says, you know, I didn't want to move here, but the day that we got here, you saw the ocean for the first time and you ran straight into the water. And I was like, maybe this place is going to work or something. Andy asks her if she wants to walk for a while. And Laura's like, yeah. And then it just fucking ends what yeah what okay i have a couple of things vargas is gonna absolutely have some follow-up questions <laughs> to that conversation where she says they switched the bag i mean they're talking about grace and jay and like he's not gonna make the connection he's just gonna be like eh, well crazy women and just go off about his day like that's definitely gonna be something she's gonna have to answer later and i don't know i i mean and you can't tell me your mom under the bus with that conversation and you can't tell me jasper is done with jane like the whole thing is like she changed her will so that she could you know andy could get that queller money and that she could get the queller money but jasper's like i'll be in touch so he's got this to hold her under his thumb for like forever so you know she's not going to be getting anything she's going to be having to go to like she's going to have to ask him for money every time and she's going to be constantly under his thumb he's- yeah or and she's, he's gonna be like you know what you need to do you need to come to this press thing with me we get to get some right. nice coverage of the family and how you're back with the family now and yeah it's gonna get real weird real quick yeah because if in fact that tape did burn up in the fire which i have questions right. as to whether that actually happened or if andy has it but now he is the one that has the dirt on her it's no longer like she has no power anymore and here's the thing though she could totally lie and say nick had her sneak the gun into oslo but she didn't know why 
and that it was all his idea. Mm-hmm. Why would they believe him over her? She's the rich white right. girl. Like, plus he killed a U.S. marshal. Right. I mean, he's already on the shit list. Even even if this whole Andy thing and there and and what's his nuts? Nick tells has been telling his lawyer, which Jasper knows about, how they switched bags. Right. Proof to me that. That was her intention. Proved to me that that wasn't Nick saying, give give her this bag with the gun in it since you got it through customs and then she's going to kill him. Proved to me that was not the... That was not the plan. Prove that it actually even happened because that footage at the bar, the only person alive who knows exactly what happened there is Jane. Uh, Like, I mean, Andy is putting it all together, but she's making a lot of leaps that if I were a defense attorney, I could destroy, you know, in court. You know, it's not going to hold water. It's not even circumstantial. It's just, no, it's just shit I made up. And like, this seems like a good idea. It's just loose threads that you, I mean, I I mean, it happened that way, but it, it would be very difficult to prove at this point. So all this being said, we were wondering if there was going to be a second season and boy, am I hoping the answer is no. I feel like it is because it's just going to be a cash grab. Why does Netflix give this shit a second season and they won't give something like Archive 81 a second season? Why, Netflix? Why? Oh, my gosh. What else did they cancel that was awesome? Oh, the, um... Shoot, now I can't Yeah, the one with the girl from the the It show, like... Oh, the OA! The OA? Yeah, the OA. They're not going to make another season of that? Mindhunter? I know that's not exactly Netflix's... Glow? Glow was so incredibly freaking popular, and it ended on a cliffhanger, and you guys suck. Yeah, if this has a second season, I have questions for Netflix. This can't have done well, like, viewership-wise, I wouldn't think. And I am not okay with it. this. That was an amazing show on Netflix. One season has that girl, what's her name? Sophia Lillis from the It movie... She was amazing. It ended on this huge cliffhanger, and then there's nothing. I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, it was no so good. I'd tell you to watch it, but you'd be disappointed because it's over in one season. <laughs> well, they keep promising me second seasons. They keep saying that there's going to be a second season of Warrior Nun. I've yet to see it. They said there's going to be a second season of Shadow and Bone. Nothing yet. I, I don't know. Well, they're telling Looks us like two I... years before Stranger Things comes back up. Right. Back, so... <laughs> They got all this money to throw into these stupid ass shows, put some towards the good shows that were actually critically acclaimed. Mindhunter, I'm looking at you. Uh Uh-huh. Glow. Uh Glow was huge. Glow was like amazing. Didn't Glow win some awards or at least was nominated? I think it got some Golden Globes and shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's such a good show. The writing was so good. Irritating. You're lame, Netflix. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. So that's pieces of her and pieces of shit God, over pieces of shit pieces of crap and we haven't decided what we're gonna do next so yeah let's not even I don't even know I had an idea but I don't know I don't know I feel I like there's know. probably gonna be something know. coming out that maybe we can make fun of yeah let's let's look into that do you further. have an idea okay. for us because that would be great send us an idea oh, if you know what would be great if you just fucking said something to us <laughs> just anything like okay hold on i gotta think of the thing like if you could tell us what is your favorite breakfast food if a man smashed into your car kidnapped you and took you to a cabin and was making you breakfast what would you want because i think i would want like a bacon egg and cheese sandwich it's gotta be a sandwich i don't want a muffin get that muffin out of here bacon egg and cheese sandwich final answer i don't like breakfast food 
like a, yeah because like, you're a weirdo who never eats breakfast breakfast is gross I, and i am That's unlike not. andy i do not care for eggs i will eat them but i don't really like them it depends on if i'm in a sweet or savory mood but if i have to eat breakfast it's toast with bacon just that's it just toast with bacon that's the end of the story or you are such a basic bitch i know or pancakes or french toast or something i was just getting ready to say french toast if i was thinking if that i wanted something sweet yeah i I, but i can't eat very much of it because i get sick of it really i get like in the minute Mm -hmm. i'm like "Mm, yeah one piece is good so heavy yeah yeah (laughs) my mom made great french toast it was so light and i can't do it Anyway, yeah, so tell us that. Tell us anything. Tell us hi. Tell us I hate you. I mean, I I am not picky at this point. You can say I hate you. We'll only cry for a minute, I swear, and then that'll be okay. Just at least we know you're out there. Very Exactly. Exactly. I don't care. We'll take your love. We'll take your hate. We'll take it all. And if you want to send us love... I mean, I would prefer love, but if you want to send us anything, any type of emotion that you're feeling, you can do it in really a ridiculous amount of places like where, Tiffany? Well, you can go to our website at thatsooriginalpodcast.com. I know it's complicated. You'll get there. It's fine. I paid extra for the .com. You can do it. Right? You could send us an email at thatsooriginalpodcast at gmail.com. Also difficult. Mm-hmm. It'll be okay. You can go check out our amazing memes, our hilarious, witty blurbs. They're great people. We work hard on them. Yep. And yes, we do. Facebook and Instagram at That's So Original Podcast. Also very hard. It'll be okay. Or, okay, now here's the big one. Whew. Get ready. It's You can go to Twitter. I know it's the Twitter. It's the one with the bird. And it's That's So Pod. You don't even have to enter in the rest of the letters. That's So Pod. That's it. That's it. That's, That's it. That's it. Go check out what Radio Shack is flinging around because it's crazy. And then go like us. Or, 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 okay. You could go to iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, any of those places. Like us, review us, follow us. Send your love and devotion. Send your hate and disgust. I don't care. I don't care. I could take it. I probably can't. I'll probably cry. I'll probably cry. But, um, yeah, send it. Send it. All right. Okay. Okay. Yes. Any of those places, we are everywhere that you listen to podcasts. And if you're listening right now, you have found us. Congratulations. Tell everybody that you know. Tell everybody that you don't know. Just tell somebody. And we will talk to you next time about something. to be announced show. Something. Something. Yeah. It's going to be great. We guarantee it. All right. Bye. I guarantee. I guarantee. And I'm getting a call from a suspected spam caller all at the same time. This is fun. Oh, maybe they're at your door. (laughs) (laughs) Hello? Shouldn't be because she could be... What words? I don't know. What are words?